welcome to Manitobaville. Where you're driving down the road, coming up to a small town, coming up to a medium-sized town, coming up to somewhere in the middle of nowhere, and you're looking around and you're like, what is that? What is that thing? It's a big sculpture. It's a big something. What is it? What is it? We got lots of them here. And uh, I guess you call them monuments. Uh, at least that's what my my guest calls them. They call the monuments, Manitoba monuments. My guest today is Megan Cartinson, and she has written a book. She has wrote a book. She wrote a book, has written a book. Oh, yeah. Here we go with how do you put something, right? Okay, she wrote a book called Manitoba Monuments, and that's what we're going to talk about today. She's gone all over the province at great expense of time and energy, but a big amount of curiosity. And she pulled out the background stories from all the monuments she could find that have gone into this book. Anyway, so we talked to Megan about that. And um, yeah, so if you've ever been curious, uh, we do give you some backgrounds into what's going on, some of the newer ones, some of the older ones. And of course, if you want the full story, go buy the book. Go buy the book, just like we all do in life. Go buy the book, (laughs) and it'll tell you what's going on. And you can stay on the straight and narrow Next time you're telling a story at a cocktail party about what's what as far as monuments in Manitoba goes. Monuments in Manitoba go. Okay. Uh, so search us out on your favorite um, social medias, on your favorite podcatcher. Tell your friends all about us. Have everybody subscribe, follow, rate, review, and all that good stuff. And it helps us a lot. Just search Manitobaville. That's your keyword. Okay. And tell your friends all over the world. We love to hear stories from people abroad, and uh, I guess uh, they can listen to these stories too, be a little entertained. Who knows? Anywhere in the world. Okay, so we're going to talk to Megan Cartinson just after this little commercial break. So when we come back, we will be ensconced in conversation, uh, the kind of conversation you'll want to have on your fingertips at your next cocktail party. Uh, Did you know... Did you know that that big wrench outside that town is in honor of Ed Wernick, the amazing Canadian curler? No, because that doesn't exist yet. Let's make that happen. I want to get that wrench up. So, you know, let's do that. Okay, there you go. See you on the other side. Monuments, giant statues, landmarks. Giant statues, landmarks. Yeah. What else would they be termed uh, if you're trying to describe somebody in three words or less? Oh, three words. Uh, like local. Public s- art. Local statues or lo- meaningful local statues. Yeah. Roadside attractions. Roadside attractions. They've yeah. got lots of names. Yeah. Depends. And there's lots here. Oh, there's like over 70. There's more than you think. Yeah. And I don't think I've even found all of them. 70. There's 123 municipalities. Oh. I think I read something like that. That's a lot. So I guess I might be missing some. Yeah, we just you just scour. <laughs> that's that's half of my <laughs> job actually. It's scouring. I have found probably a good handful that way. Yeah. Just driving and seeing them, and then just, pulling off. Yeah, and just checking it out. Oh yeah. So, so we're talking about the things the towns put up for a reason. Mm-hmm. And their statue or a monument or a symbol. Yes, they have purpose. They have a purpose. And there's always a backstory. Yes. And some of these were put up a long time ago. Yes. So sometimes the backstory isn't 
obvious. No, and sometimes it's getting forgotten. That's what I've been finding. So this is your mission then? This is my mission, to make people aware that there is this backstory and to remind them that they're not just weird statues in the middle of nowhere, that they were put <laughs> there for a reason. It is a, a hard mission. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so how do you find out then? How, do you, how would you find out what something is in order to pass that along? Oh, well, what's your what's your what's my criteria? Well, what's your uh, strategy? Okay, when you when you're driving along <laughs> and you go, what is that? Wait a minute. Um, depends if I know it's there versus if it's a surprise attack. Usually I start. Um, well, I have to figure out where I am, first of all. Sometimes that's hard to do. Okay. <laughs> um, and I go through kind of like websites and online and see. Usually I look for plaques in the area. Mm -hmm. Usually there's a lot of information just kind of hanging out outside of the statue. Right. As okay. a starting point. And then... Like I, a, a cairn or a... Yeah, a plaque or yeah. something. And then it's funny because then I'll call the municipal office. Okay. And then they'll be like, oh, no, you have to go talk to so-and-so. Mm -hmm. Or they'll take me to go see somebody. Or okay. it kind of zigzags a little bit from there. So you're sleuthing at that point. A little bit, you're yeah. Trying to find the clues. Oh, yeah. A way in. It's pretty fun. Okay. Yeah. And sometimes I have to do it through mail, like snail yeah, mail. I have like, to wait for that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> for the documents. I do. I have to. Yeah, I just got one in last week. Yeah. And I... I don't even own stamps so it's been kind of a <laughs> interesting <laughs> experience for me <laughs> yeah you don't own stamps no but you can get them i can get them so that's an excursion and on, on its own yeah trying yeah. to find that out trying to figure that out that's a different process or sometimes i'll just meet people on the side of the highway yeah i'd be like hey you have pieces of paper for me let's right. meet between ashern and winnipeg on the highway <laughs> look for the blue pickup so you, so you go through all that just so you don't have to buy stamps yeah because <laughs> i don't know how else to do it's it easier. that's one thing you know how to do yeah you got to get creative so you can find the middle of nowhere mm. fairly easy oh yeah yeah and you've been there yeah i've been there many that's where i'm more familiar really yeah. at this point and then you hope that the middle of your nowhere is it's the middle of somebody's somewhere. Exactly. And there's always a story. There's yeah. always something. Because you don't go through all that trouble to make these things without a story or a reason right. to represent them. And they're happy probably to tell the story oh, again. Yeah, totally. Because maybe they've not told it in a while. Exactly. And they're trying to preserve their own history, mm -hmm. right? And it's people I found that people are really trying to hold tight to these stories because they're important to them. And right. these communities are, sometimes they're, you know, newer statues, sometimes they're older statues. So sometimes that story is mm -hmm. something that's maybe lost or forgotten about or nobody really cares about anymore. Right. So it's kind of bringing fresh light Sort of to like them. how towns get their name. Exactly. Trivia or their nostalgia. Yeah. 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 And they're great stories. Those little bits, like they're not big extensive stories, but they add character to the mm -hmm. place where they are. Right. Which is important. Local color. Local. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. you might think of the area so much different once you know the history behind mm -hmm. that river or why do we call it that so right okay mm. neat isn't it neat it's yeah. addicting <laughs> so yeah so what was the first one you ever thought to look into and Flim how Flan. and how did you how did you how, how did you come across it yeah i guess that one you would have just known about probably since you were because well, where did you grow up? Where I grew up in Gillum. Okay. Yeah. And we used to go to Flin Flon. Mm -hmm. But I went 
back to Flint Pond as an adult. And because I didn't, as a kid, we did not yeah. register any of that stuff, right? right? We were like going to the arena, we were playing hockey. We weren't. But didn't you know about it from like elementary school or no, anything like that? Because I'm even sure that's where radar. we came across, like oh. back in the day. Okay. You know, in the 70s or whatever, it would have been. Oh, and by the way, haha, ha, Flin Flon, or you know, oh, got his it was name, this. or it has whatever. a funny, weird history. No, yeah, I, mean, yeah, I never got like that. that. So even being that close, they just maybe I just didn't pay attention just a given. during history. Oh, class. maybe it's just a given up there too. Maybe you know, maybe, maybe it's something care. you don't fo- you you find out. Okay, how'd you find out? I went there. I was playing soccer at university, and we went there for our spring break. You're already in university. Yeah, I was. Okay. <laughs> this is a this is a later adventure. <laughs> I'm spring break. In balmy Flin Flon yeah. in February. So Flin Flon was always just a, t- a name of a town to you. Yeah, but a great name. Yeah, but there was always that's all it was to you. It was yeah. just like, oh, it's Flin Flon. Flin Flon. Never thought about it, never considered Didn't it. Didn't even register in okay. my brain. And none of your friends, none of your teachers. Nope. Nobody in your family, in the community. Nope. Just, nope. that was just Flin Flon. Until I went there. Okay. And my friends are from there. And they're like, Megan, yeah. guess what? You're going to love the history behind our name. And this statue, we have to go see it. Okay. And I was like, come on. Yeah. Does does everybody know this story? <laughs> How did I miss this story? Yeah, well, that's what I'm guessing. Everyone would love this story. How would you miss that? Yeah, yeah. And nobody knew it. Okay. And I kept telling people, and I'm like, yeah, that's cool, like, but whatever. Yeah. So then I just kind of had that in the back of my brain for okay. a while, and I was like, how come nobody knows this story? What about other cool stories that we're missing in the province? Right. What else is here, right? Right. So I kind of brewed with me for a little while there. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden this whole picture comes together of this te- exactly. weirdly named town. Exactly. The whole origin story and yes. the statue. And I mean, what? How did you know? feel after that? Like knowing that? So excited. That, but how did you, you must have felt differently about I was towns th- and names. and. Yes. I was kind of disappointed in myself for yeah. not knowing it. Okay. And I was kind of like not empowered but kind of determined to teach people about it i was like on a mission to be like i'm going to teach everyone about flin flon okay it was just an isolated story at that point so it becomes part of your storytelling yeah it's another it's a quiver or it's a bow in your quiver or it's an arrow in your quiver oh yeah i was telling everybody yeah anyone talk to me about anything i'm like oh you want to hear about flin flon (laughs) yeah And, and were they interested or I think like so. what were the reactions? Some people say, "Oh yeah, I knew that already." Or no, like, nobody knew it. Really? Nobody. What kind of people did you tell? Like well, older people, younger people? Or? City people. City people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mostly yes. Yeah. Okay. So. So it was news. It was, it was, a, news. It was a big news thing. It was big news. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, because I think they should know it, because it's yeah. a great story. Well, there's a lot of notable people come from there. <gasps> there's a ton of notable yeah. people. And it's and nobody ever questions no. sometimes. They're just like, oh yeah, it's from Flin Flon. They have a weird history up there. Like they had like the largest medical marijuana operation in the old mine up there yeah. at one point. Okay. They were like this big mining town, and they had to build their. Um, sewage pipes on the outside of the ground because there's a rock bottom okay so if you see boxes that are that are the sidewalks yeah. you're walking on poop like sewage lines which are above the ground above yeah. the ground yeah. yeah sort of like in dawson city you cannot dig down in the permafrost so. exactly okay and it's just a beautiful town it's also the beginning i found of highway 83 really which ends down in mexico on the west coast of mexico yeah in another strangely named little town i can't remember the name but if you follow that highway all the way down it's just this other weird little place i think it has something to do you know a big horse race movie that vigo mortensen was in yes something like to do with that the name of it 
is uh, I can't remember what the name of it is. But I'm blanking. Yeah. Okay. But it's something like that. So it begins in this weird little flin flon place. Everything below. And it ends in this weird little Mexican place. Yeah. That has its own history. Everyone should know about flin flon. Highway 83. I grew up on Highway 83. Did you? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. North, south. It just goes forever. It goes forever. I'm going to yeah. have to look into this now. I'm yeah. curious. That's your that next might, project. Yeah, that might be book number two here. Oh, we forgot to mention your book number one is oh, yeah. The Monuments. The Monumental Monuments. Manitoba. I guess we should add context here. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> okay, context check. Context <laughs> check, everybody. Here here. Okay, stop that. <laughs> okay, let's get on the right path. Yeah. And uh, who's who's putting that out? Who's publishing that? Turnstone. Press. Turnstone. Oh, Janus yeah. down at Turnstone. Yes, okay. yes. A recent. Yeah. You're in good hands. On here. I am in good well, hands. Somebody knows that business. Yes. And yeah. they love giant statues there as well. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. That's so great. The, it couldn't have been a better pair, yeah. to be honest. <laughs> How did you work that out? How did the book uh, situation come up out of? It was just kind of, not. I don't want to call it a fluke or a coincidence, but they were looking for to do this project for a long time. And okay. I had already done it. It's right. where opportunity met preparation. Exactly. So we were kind of like, well, we might as well join forces here and make How something. did they find out about you? Were you were you looking around for a publisher? I wasn't. No. Okay. Um, I can't tell you how they found me, to be honest, but they Ooh, did. Ooh, secret ways of the know, publishing industry. I know. Isn't that fun? They turned over the rock and went, ah. This is what podcasting can do for you, though. Yes, that's true. <laughs> yeah, you never know who's listening. Yeah, I just had a small little podcast. We're always careful what we say. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Caveat. Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes we think about what we're talking about. <laughs> Depends. <laughs> well, you're co-hosting this episode, so you, that is true. you get that now. That is true. <laughs> but, so. yeah, so I had already had, I think I had eight episodes already for okay. Monuments. Right. Uh, well, I was managed with the Landmarks. Mm -hmm. And it just worked out. And we're going to probably publish your new wave of podcasts. Yes. As your rebrand for your book launch. Yeah. We're, I'm been working on it. Yeah. I've been getting it together. Which so I'm super excited. And so you have 70, over 70 monuments that you've itemized or yes. documented. Yes. And all of them are going in the book? I think so. I hope so. Yeah. So it's going to be a real compendium. It's going to be a guidebook. Yeah. So it's... It's kind of taking the podcast to the next level mm -hmm. and getting people to leave the city to go camping like and a road trip guide. A road trip guide, yeah. yeah. So and it's cool. not it's not necessarily about the actual statue. It's right. kind of the statue is the representation of the story in the town. Right. So there's gonna be um, suggestions on parks in the area and other things to see there and right. where to stop. Is there a cool beach or a provincial park next to it? Yeah. Or, um, or landmarks, grocery, yeah. like a, a general stores or, exactly. or uh, points of interest or yeah. things like that. So I don't expect people yeah. to stop at all these statues. I do. I, well, maybe. Well, if you're, serious, if you're listening to the Manitoba <laughs> Bill podcast you should stop. and you care, yeah. and you care, this summer you will buy this book. And you'll go. And you'll put gas in your car. Mm -hmm. You'll grab some friends and you'll drive out and see these and or you'll, you'll bike out oh, or you you'll walk you'll yeah. hitchhike maybe or you'll uh, go on a scooter or a motorcycle maybe you'll raise money for charity while Do you're doing anything. it anything just get out just of get the out city there, and yeah. go please, and explore please get out of the city because there's so many cool places <laughs> that you would never have even dreamed of being exactly. part of or yeah, going yeah. to yeah like you could go see peacocks in Suris. i never knew yeah. there was peacocks until i went to Suris, and the bridge there is awesome 
So they yep. made it into the book for sure. Oh yeah, the swinging bridge. Yeah, and it's gorgeous there. It's like the most beautiful, picturesque town. And the beautiful house. Yeah. That that was, I heard it was all the bricks were brought over from England. Really, I'm not surprised because it has a yeah. very European feel. But then I read later on the Manitoba Historical Society website mm-hmm. that they were quarried oh. north east of Brandon. So that house was built with those bricks. Really? So maybe just the people that built it were from England. I'm not sure. What I've, color I mean, are they? I'm going to have to look at my pictures. Like reddish. Huh. They're so reddish, I think. Reddish brick. Interesting. A certain clay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have to take a double look. We're going to have to re-go through the pictures and take a look. Yeah, I can't remember what the house name is. It was the fellow that sort of settled in Suris early and built a house. And he also built a a store, I think. Okay. Or a warehouse slash store. Yeah. And it was the same uh, architecture. Okay. Same bricks. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. So. You can learn a lot from bricks, though. Because even mm -hmm. in Arden, which is like, if you like history, go to Arden. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Arden. Arden. Okay. Because they have this most beautiful visual history display, and you don't even have to go inside the museum. It's all outdoors. Right. Like, one of my favorite signs in Manitoba is there's a sign, and it says in, uh, I can't remember, 1882 or whatever, you would be entering Northwest Territories. Right. Because Arden's located on the, That's right. the border of the postage stamp. Yeah, yeah. So they have this beautiful... The stamps, which you can't, which you don't have. <laughs> exactly. The stamps <laughs> that I don't have yet. Well, back in the day, you would have had one. <laughs> back in the day, it would be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then if you go into Arden... They have all these other things outside. And right. if you go down their main street, they have an abandoned bank vault. Okay. I don't know why it's there yet. I haven't figured that one out. But <laughs> And then they used to, they're known for their concrete mm-hmm. and their gravel because they're on the edge of um, one of the main beach ridges from Lake Agassiz. Right, okay. So that's why they have so many crocuses because crocuses like that kind of Sandy environment. Like yeah. The, so their, yeah. their statue is giant crocuses. Okay. So... I go there and I ended up going, I was going to stop maybe for 20 minutes. I ended up staying with this couple that mm-hmm. runs a historical society for like five to six hours. Okay. We had okay. lunch. We went on a cruise. Like I yeah. was like part of the family. It was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And, but if you like history, go there because they have like the bricks tell a story because they used to make the gravel into bricks. Okay. So there's only about four three or four buildings made with these bricks and they're like a very distinct color. Okay. They were hand stamped into these big bricks to make these gorgeous out of place buildings oh, in Arden. Neat. Yeah. I'm going. And you would never know that unless you knew that. Yeah. So it like kind of makes you appreciate the color simply of the bricks. Yeah. And there's all and these places where they made bricks yeah. like that which are now gone. They're gone. And they're just because the one for the Cirrus buildings Yeah. On the historical site, a fellow went out and actually found where the the factory was, oh, cool. and all this left there now is some foundation and yeah. some bricks, and it's all grown up around yeah. it. And you'd never know there's a thriving business there. No. And so those bricks are so much more special. Yeah, and it's like when you go to Rose Isle and you go down yeah. through the Valley Road. Oh my gosh. There's an old. You can see. You can't go in it because it's not safe. Yeah. But there's this uh, farmhouse on one side, where the family the still owns the land. Okay. And on and you drive down the road a little bit, and on the other side is the old factory okay. where they made bricks. Yeah. They made out of a certain clay. Oh. And it's just yeah. Now it's just there. So cool. So it's this leftover. Yeah. Piece of history. So where the product's coming from is just as important as the building itself. Yeah, in my and a lot of those are local. Yeah. A lot of the limestone. Oh uh, yeah. Kilns. Uh, Bertel had one. 
um, Stonewall, mm-hmm. you know, different places, the old the old lime kilns. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's pretty wild. It is, isn't it? Once you start digging, you just got to keep going, too. Yeah. <laughs> so the podcast will be a great thing because the book will have, will be a compendium of knowledge yes. about the place you're going to see. Yeah. But the podcast will bring us some local voices. You do, yes. Yeah, so so all we'll the interviews. To, yeah, so we'll be able to hear from the people. The actual themselves. people involved in the story, which is cool. So yeah. it also kind of gets a little bit deeper into the the culture and the sounds of the area. So what I envisioned it was to be like podcasts are such a great medium, right? Because you can move mm-hmm. with them. They're not yeah. limited by screens and stuff like that. Yeah. So I envisioned someone sitting in Gimli mm-hmm. in Viking Park yeah. next to the Viking. Yeah. Maybe they're sitting on the, the big stones that are trolls mm-hmm. listening to the podcast and being able to see things around exactly. them yeah and getting all the tidbits and the interests exactly and, and looking at the book too to know where to yeah to go next or yeah. what's in the area right so it yeah. kind of is they they're gonna work together as a kind of a companions so they're not exactly the same but you're gonna get a little bit more so you'll be enveloped by knowledge exactly manitoba and, and interesting things yeah that'd be so cool i think it's i'm so excited yeah yeah it's gonna be fun i think so i hope people use it and i get texts all the time though saying that oh i took your idea and i went on a road trip Mm -hmm. to see those statues thank you so much so it's like people are excited about them yeah well it's nice to know instead of aimlessly going for a country drive which also is nice it is nice but if you're tired of aimlessly just driving around the countryside yeah it's nice to have a destination it is. It, it gives a sort of a purpose to get out and to go and do something. Exactly. Then you can aimlessly drive after you've seen the, totally. the what you're looking for. Yeah, and maybe there's a great restaurant next to the mm-hmm. statue that you could stop for dinner. You know, it yeah. kind of gives you, you need purpose. You need an end point, and then you come home. Yeah. Well, you find things, yeah. You oh, find, you totally do. You find stuff out there. Especially in Manitoba. You will find so many cool things in Manitoba. Absolutely. We're like a little underrated a little bit i think which is good keeps all the crazies away that's true it's like winter it was like winter because it keeps all the crazies inside that's so you can go outside and you can enjoy it that's true maybe we don't want to promote this book. no we shouldn't no we shouldn't we should stop now everybody come to manitoba (laughs) how do you stop this thing how do you press (laughs) turn the mic turn the mic turn it off Put the presses. Okay. Well, we'll keep going. There's no book, guys. <laughs> Just no kidding. Book. Yeah, there's nothing and there's nothing to see here. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. aliens. Sorry, nothing aliens. to see here. You want to go over there? <laughs> New York City. Go to Tokyo. So many go cool places else. out here. <laughs> yeah. No, Manitoba is so cool. We have we have so. And you know what's great about Manitoba? No. Is that no? <laughs> is that people are so willing to share? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's been such a good response from communities that i've gotten and received people you know like welcoming to their homes and going out of their way to share this information and they're genuinely excited yeah when i'm that i'm excited about their town right and i'll get calls um like for people updating me about the statue what's changed with the statue was it repaint you know like Mm -hmm. people are and you don't want to fill that you everywhere. Yeah. yeah, they want to tell you all this stuff they've had nobody to tell. Exactly. And I think yeah. that that's not isolated just because I'm doing this. I think if anybody... But they're also really generous with their time are. and information, too. Yeah. Yeah. Like go, go in the countryside sometime, folks, and check it out. Like, everybody thinks, oh, it's like deliverance or, oh, it's like whatever. No. Like, because that's where we're shown. Yeah. And it's like, 
it's nothing like that. No. And most of the people from the city come here from the country anyway. <laughs> so you know what we're talking about. That's true. It's nice. It's easy. Yeah. People out there are friendly. They're so friendly. And they'll call their neighbors over and say, oh, you got to talk to so-and-so about this. Exactly. And, and well, yeah, just know. wait here 10 minutes. Yeah. He's going to come in. He's just, yeah. whatever he's doing, right? He's just going to stop, park yeah. the tractor. He's going to come in. And I was like, Yeah, come in from the field. What? He's going like, to stop doing it. Yeah, You're going to do all it. that for me? Yeah. And yeah. like it's kind of humbling because I'm just like, yeah, usually just me, my dog, and my car. <laughs> no, exactly, exactly. I've been out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. You know, oh, stop to take a picture mm. or do a video of the clouds moving or something. Yeah. And you'll see people drive by a couple times off I in know. the distance, and then they'll they'll drive up. Yeah. Are you having any trouble? Like, Are you can okay? we help you? Are you okay? It's yeah. Like, oh no, I'm just doing this, just checking. They're like, oh okay. You know, yep. just want to make sure, you know, totally, that totally. nobody in our neck of the woods is having a hard time. I know. And it's a totally know? different mentality because yeah. I remember that growing up, too. We'd always stop. You see someone on the side of the road, right? Yeah. Like, whatever. You help people. Yeah. It's very different because it's so much more isolated in some areas. So you have to help people. Yeah. And it's so embarrassing when they're not having any trouble. <laughs> I know. <laughs> You're like, oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Just making sure. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> road tripping is half the fun, though, of yeah. the project. How do you prepare for a road trip? What's your, what are your road trip essentials? Oh, what are my road trip? I am an excellent roadside cook because okay. I was so tired of eating granola bars and yeah. whatever food. Well, you're supposed to eat the Eatmores because then your oh, body functions slow down. Yeah. <laughs> and you can drive for like eight hours at a time. That's a great plan. <laughs> I get really grumpy when I'm hungry. So that like food is like the only thing on my mind when I'm yeah. going on a planning road trip. It's like, what am I going to make this? Do you week? eat it really fast? Like if you take food with you? Oh, yeah. Are you so panicked that you eat it all really oh, quick? Yeah. And then you have, but then you enjoy the rest of the trip because you have nothing to eat. So it's easier. Then I'm, Well, no, because I'm kind of bored. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, I don't know. I... <laughs> I don't even know why I cook anymore because I don't even enjoy it half the time. I just scarf just it down. <laughs> but it is half the fun. Yeah. So I have a little Coleman so, cooktop. So do you prepare foods or do you just take the ingredients then? I take the ingredients. Okay. Yeah. Or I'll stop at like um, co-op. I'm a big co-op fan. Uh, yeah. Not sponsored by co-op, but it could be. <laughs> we, haven't I love been co -op. we haven't been co-opted yet. No, no, we haven't. Soon. But hopefully. we're big fans. Of co -op. Oh, big fans. <laughs> big fans. Get your $5 share. Yeah, exactly. Become a member. I don't even have a co-op membership. That's a oh. secret. <laughs> oh, <it's laughs> no, but it's, um, the cooking is half of my fun. And I, I bring my dog. So it's just me, my dog, who's like 15. She's this old little thing. And we go. Yeah. And she's been on every museum in Manitoba. Okay. Oh, yeah. Neat. She's I very should be well talking behaved. to her. Why yeah. am I not talking to her? <laughs> She's very well she'd behaved. She'd have all behaved. kinds of, like, it, she'd have a different perspective. She would. Being, what, a foot off the ground? Yeah. She'd see all the interesting stuff. Meets all these fun people. Mm -hmm. Usually, sometimes they get, feed her. Yeah. She's oh, super yeah. pumped about it. Gets pets and yeah. fed from everybody. Yeah. Yeah. She goes in the, <laughs> throw in the lake Is when she gets Is she your secret weapon then? A little bit. She gets people talking? Yeah. She's the guy, kind of the opener. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I can't share all my secrets today, but no, <laughs> bring your dog. Stop with that. Bring your dog. <laughs> bring your dog. Bring a dog if you yeah, don't have a any dog. dog. Borrow one. Take your neighbor's dog. You they'll can enjoy mine. the trip. <laughs> yeah, they'll enjoy <laughs> the trip. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Except she's not a good bear dog. We had a, we were in Pissy Falls uh, yeah. and we were walking along the trails and I looked backwards and there's this bear on the trail. Oh, no. And I looked down at my dog and she's just like looking at me and I was like, really? You don't. 
<laughs> see that? Like, <laughs> so I, I don't see that. I don't like, want to see that. I really that. don't want to yeah, see that. I'm not so. looking backwards. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, hey, we're just going to keep moving. Can I get back in your handbag and you can run maybe? Exactly. <laughs> I was like, okay, yeah. like mental note, bring a bigger dog to the north. <laughs> well, sometimes a bigger dog might antagonize things. And That's Raise true. the stakes. As that it is were, true. Which you don't want to do. Yeah. Mine's pretty non-threatening. Yeah. Uh, she's chilled. She's like, yeah, it's just a bear. Yeah, whatever. I was like, you It's fine. Yeah. It'll be it's doing something. <laughs> so funny. Not getting so involved. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> don't make eye contact. But. What's well, wild. Yeah. So do you camp and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Usually I camp. Yeah. Okay. Logan loves camping. My dog. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sometimes I drag people there. Oh. Yeah. But yeah, we camp. We nice. have a little tent, and um, sometimes it's just day trips too. A lot of the time, mm -hmm. uh, just because with like scheduling and yeah. stuff, it's hard to get to everything. Right. Um, we are gone for about a week. Well, once you get the book, you'll be able to plan trips exactly. better. Exactly. I'll be having, yeah. My time management will be yeah, better. Yeah. Yeah. You'll be able to say, oh, I can see all these and that little. Yeah. Trip. I can follow my roots that I'm created. Yeah. yeah <laughs> listen to your own podcast. Listen to my own podcast in the car. That'll be fun. Yeah. yeah. That's so. awesome. So that's. Okay, so yeah. So I was going to ask you, the elevators at Inglis, are mm -hmm. they considered a monument? Yes. And I am including them. You are? Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Because I love them personally. Yeah. I think they're amazing. So I have friends that are from Inglis. And okay. so I always heard about the elevators and I'd never been until mm -hmm. this summer. And they just like, they're stunning. Yeah. They're a must see. Everyone needs to go see these elevators. Yeah. They're gorgeous. Yeah. They need to be in this book. They need to be in every book. Exactly. Everybody in Manitoba needs to see them. Yeah. We have a little video I made from them. Okay. On the website. I think I put on the front page. Okay. On the home page. I'm so. going to check it out because yeah. they are like, yeah, I spent so, I, I went yeah. back two days in a row. I was so impressed by them. Yeah, it's neat. And you got it the tour? Is. I didn't even. I just did a oh, soft you didn't get tour. The tour. You I had to go through them? I went through all of them. Oh, listen to the, um, oh yeah, I don't have it up. Okay. Yeah. Check it out. Okay. Next time you go, call ahead. Okay. And they'll book a little uh, tour. Okay, I should. And, uh. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a lot of, it's really interesting. And it's hard to really um, believe that Manitoba was so covered by these at some mm -hmm. point, right? They're everywhere. And now, yeah. like, they're, they're never, nowhere, really. Yeah. There's like, and they're all getting torn down and stuff like that. So it's kind yeah. of interesting to see them all kind of dragged to one location. It, well, they weren't, they were built there. No way, really? I thought they were moved yeah. there. Yeah, no, they were built there, all four companies. A lot of towns had that, where the different elevator companies all built side by side. No way. And then you would, they would compete for your grain by okay. paying the better prices. Yeah. And, but they would all fill up, and then the train would come by, and they would fill up different cars from different elevators, different people's grain. Wow. Yeah, so those were built there. And the one, one of them was getting, was leaning over. Yeah. And they, uh, they asked about, they, they got a, an assessment on it, and they said, no, it'll just keep falling over. Oh. So they actually corrected it at a, <gasps> a great cost, but they straightened it up. Worth it. Yeah. Well, Rick Mercer painted one. Yeah? He did. Helped paint one of them. Okay. And, like, I'm a big Rick Mercer fan. So yeah. Okay. It's great. It looks great. Plus, like, English is just such a beautiful area of the province. Like, I went there, and I, and I went with a couple friends, and they were blown away by the rolling hills and the the colors and the fields and just like 
everything that's in that area. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's, it's just outside the park. It's stunning. It's on the rolling side, too. It's on yeah. the Birdtail River side. And Lake, I think it's Lake of the Prairies. Yeah. It's just beautiful. Like, you wouldn't yeah. even know that you were in Manitoba if you were used to well, flat Manitoba. Well, if you, if you saw more of Manitoba than <laughs> no, just the number true. one highway, you would, know. you would know you're in Manitoba that's because true. it's undulating and it's beautiful. The rolling hills. Yeah. Oh, my. It's stunning. Yeah. It's like going down south. Just go down Highway 3. Totally. Totally. Go down the Tiger Hills or, yeah. you know, see some of the landscape. Yes. And the, the town there is just so warm and welcoming to you because mm-hmm. we had car trouble and um we just ended up like finding somebody who was like lent us some <laughs> gas and like i was like <laughs> oh yeah they'll go their way oh for sure yeah so yeah Inglis had to because they don't there. want you hanging around yeah that's probably it's like, what it was whatever it takes through here. young lady we'll get you going don't worry we'll get you back where you came from <laughs> yeah yeah that was great yeah yeah so yeah it was a must that was a must yeah. There's some variations like that throughout the project where we've included, I've included um, things that maybe aren't monuments by okay. traditional standards, but deserve to be in there. So what qualifies under that heading? Uh, what I think to go in? No, just kidding. <laughs> um, things like English elevators, um, things like the service bridge, right. um, things that are kind of the non-statue-y kind of thing but yeah. but otherwise monumental or important to the important. area important yeah so they yeah. tell a good story um right. maybe they're the world's largest maybe they're um the english elevators which is just like preserving a, a history and like in elevators are giant yeah right so yeah. giants of the prairies yeah exactly so yeah. whatever if there was something that i found along the way that kind of fit in there that's why i kind of I used um, monumental Manitoba, so it could be anything that's monumental. So it doesn't have to be those stereotypical statues that you might see, which are awesome, but it could be art, right? Like Winnipeg Beach is a a big piece of art. Yeah. And same as Altona. So they're not really statues, they're they're pieces of art. So we're meshing everything together. Right, right. Yeah. Well, that's really cool. It's cool. So it's going to be a fun project, fun book, yes, fun podcast is. series. Yes. And uh, yeah, I guess you don't have time for anything else. So that's all you're going to do. I live and <laughs> breathe giant statues. So, yeah. Yeah. So are you going to expand outside of Manitoba for any anything like that? Or are you going to are you going to suggest any places should have uh, you, statues? You, that's a good one, actually like suggestion book you know what i think it could be a market for it i mean um all over i don't know if you've seen all over the news this week but um there's a big debate over the world's largest moose so this is hot topic world's largest moose yes so moose jaw has held that held that title forever right and then a, a town in norway built one one inch or one foot bigger okay okay yeah huge debate this has been going on for weeks that's Sweet. like the Sydney Bridge being built. Yeah. And the and the week it's gonna debut the uh, San Francisco Golden Gate Bridge. Exactly. It's like three feet longer or something. Exactly. Yeah. So friends of mine live in Norway and they're always sending me articles as written in Norway mm-hmm. about this. This is like big news. Yeah. And I was like, This is crazy. This is <laughs> <laughs> my project is so relevant. So we should just build one here that's bigger than all of them. I think so. Yeah. Where would I, you build that? Where where's the moose here? Where's well, the moose? We have a moose in Riverton. Okay. I don't think he's that big, though. Her. Her name's Lundy. Um, okay. But, so, it'd be hard to compete with Riverton's moose. Yeah. 
other than up north, maybe the north could use a big moose. Could always uh, use a big moose up north. Yeah. Where, It'd be more appropriate. Where do we find moose here? I guess around Riding Mountain we find moose. Yeah, there's moose up there. Yeah. Um, there's some in like Lactabani-ish area right. a little bit. Um, but a lot of the moose population, I think, is up in northern Manitoba more. Okay. But there's definitely, I've definitely seen, I used to live in the park. Um, so there was, there is definitely moose there that you'll see. Back. All right. So maybe, the, no, they have an elk there. They can't have another one. We need a big bison somewhere. Grunthal. Grunthal. Yeah. There's a bison in Grunthal? There is. Okay. Yeah. Where's the big beaver? Uh, dolphin. Okay. Where's the big uh, 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 fox? Oh. Oh, wait. There is a fox. No. Is there? Hmm. I don't think so. Okay. We might need a big fox. Muskrat? We have a couple of big bears. Any muskrats or any I don't think uh, so. weasels? Uh-uh. I don't think so. There's a big turtle. Okay. There's a big banana. <laughs> what? Yeah. Where? You didn't know about the banana? Where's that? Uh, that's uh, Melita. Sunny. Why? Why? See, okay. I mm. guess that's why you did the book, right? Yeah, that's a podcast. Should we save it? Book. Should we save why there's a big banana in Melita? It's up to you. It's a good story. Let's save it. Okay, we'll save it. Let's Tune save it. Let's put a lid on the banana <laughs> story. It's quite controversial, that story is all I'm going to say. Oh. Hmm? Okay. Yeah. All right. Is the community split? Yeah. yeah. There's so many <laughs> banana puns that have happened. It was big media attention there. They didn't know whether to do a daiquiri or a... <laughs> Or it's or so banana good. pie or their banana cream pie yeah no that town is now pro banana but it wasn't always that way okay okay tell us the story should we go yeah it's a short synopsis okay short synopsis there's a banana because a weather person okay called them the banana belt in melita because melita is typically warmer on average than anywhere else in manitoba okay okay so we're called the banana belt Okay. That was their nickname. So they decided when they were going to make a statue to pick a banana or a bird. Because they're also like a big birding place. Okay. So then the town kind of fought over this designation, which one to go for. Ah. There was petitions signed. There was like mass, like just uproar about the banana situation. And there's no banana bird. No, there's not. But the banana puns were crazy in the media. Yeah. All of them. <laughs> so... <laughs> they, <laughs> the banana, banana one. <laughs> <laughs> banana one. Yeah. And he's great. He's a beautiful statue. I guess the uh, the bird votes would have split off. So it's I like running so. a third or fourth yeah. candidate. Yeah. Where they siphon off your votes. I think so. So the three people who wanted a banana won out just by. They won just because just pure. Just splitting the vote. I think it's because of media jumped on the banana bag. Yeah. They won the banana. But there is a bird. So <laughs> is it's a it, banana. Is it a peeled, half peeled banana or is it just no, a whole banana? No, he's not. Banana? He's a whole banana, Sonny. And he's got a bird. Okay. Um, he's, he's holding a blue jay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they kind of With got his both. arm. And with he, his banana arm? A, yeah, his banana <laughs> arm. And he's wearing um, a wrestling belt. Oh, okay. I don't or know. a weightlifting belt? Yeah. Like one of those, like, I won the... Oh, like a... <laughs> the belts, like, like I won. Like a Hulk Hogan kind yeah, of... Yeah, the Hulk Hogan belt. Champion He's belt. one, yeah. Really, eh? Yeah. Hmm. Very fun. And the... When was it, when was it put up? Oh, that I can't remember. It's maybe, more recent, though. Maybe in the 80s or something, or 90s? 90s, early 2000s. It's oh, really? New. Oh, really? Um, okay. Yeah. And it's... Um, they have, like, a whole festival built around him now. Uh, <laughs> it's quite fun to go to. I recommend it. The yeah. Moment of Banana Days. Awesome time. Banana Days. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey, yo. 
Let's go. Yeah. But there will be a podcast about it coming up. No, that'll be great. We'll get all the inside scoop on that. Yeah. It's endless, endless storytelling. And that's the thing, like, I, it's just stories and it's storytelling. That's what I love yeah. about this is that it's not necessarily sitting down and writing uh, a book. Like, yeah. I don't see myself as an author, right. but it's just me to these towns allowing me to come in and tell their stories and tell them their way and help them tell their story and kind of collaborate with them. Exactly. So yeah, it's been so fun. <laughs> it's eye-opening, eh? Totally. Yeah. 100% eye-opening. Oh, the, the banana controversy. The banana controversy, yeah. Only Big in Manitoba. News. Big news. On the way to the banana... I got stuck in a herd of cows. Orange. No. Orange. Orange. Orange, you glad I didn't say the story isn't about a banana? I forgot about that joke. <laughs> That's a good one, though. Aren't you glad this next one's about sheep? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay, so this is about a sheep statue. Then. This is about a sheep, yeah. I don't know if we have a sheep statue. Why not? We have sheep? Know. We do have sheep. Goat statue? Maybe there should be a pan statue. Oh. Statue to the god Pan. <laughs> that would cover a lot of territory. It really would. Yeah, it would. We'll find a town for that. We could use so many more statues. I always thought the town where Ed Wernick grew up. Yeah. Um, I can't remember the name of it. Uh, but it should have a big wrench. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A big Crescent wrench or something. That makes sense. Yeah. Pitch it. You should pitch it. I'm pitching it now. <laughs> hey, town where Ed Wernick grew up. There was born. Actually, he didn't really grow up there. They moved to Ontario but he was born there right we I think that's it. good yeah we take it we take what we can get exactly <laughs> <laughs> that's funny yeah and there's probably a lot of towns don't really have anything like Brandon is a, is a place that's not really noted for a statue or a monument oh but is they it? have them is it oh yeah okay what okay well what's, what's the iconic one they have that wayside chapel have you ever noticed it on Highway 1? Uh, it's this little church. There's lots of little churches side. around. No, I'm talking over. it's like mini. Like it's maybe there's lots two all over. feet tall. Yeah, there's lots of them all over though. So okay. that doesn't count. Try again, Brandon. They, okay. <laughs> they also have a giant you salesman and a giant, I think it's a barracuda. <laughs> is yeah. that a used car lot? Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. That's okay, that doesn't the book. count either. That's no, commerce. making the book. That do, okay. Because we'll make your book. But. He... He Try gets, again, Brandon. He gets third, dressed up differently. Two strikes. Okay. <laughs> third. And that's all I got from Brandon. Oh, see? Yeah. Come on, Brandon. Build something big. That's it. That's like it. Like something big. I don't hmm. know what Brandon would do. The old TNT or the old seeds plant was the. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, what was it called? Uh, can't remember the company. The big seed building when you come in on 18th Street. Okay. That was a Brandon's big. Monument, thing. I think, for a long time. There's lots to do, but Brandon yeah. is like. Oh, and Portage has the Coke can, but that's yeah. a co that's a real. They didn't even get paid for that. It's just a big advertisement. They don't even make money off. It's funny. It was crazy when they put that up. I remember <laughs> that in the nineties. It's kind of funny though. And everybody's like, "What?" It, it makes you second. You're like, "And it was what? beside a bar." I know. That used to be a bar out there, and we always thought it should be like a Budweiser can or something. Oh yes, yeah. That's like why fair. not put something up that matches? Now it's moved though. It's behind the hotel. A hotel, Canadians, yeah. I think. Yeah, uh, it's kind of fun though. It's kind of random. You're kind of like, what? Why Coke is can? that there? Yeah, exactly. That's kind of the ideas in your book. 
Oh yeah. Hey, okay. It'll make it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that one I'm still researching it a little bit. See, but I think I think there. a lot, of, probably 99% of your monuments are great. Yeah. Some of them I think got to try harder, town. <laughs> must be something they can do. To me, they're. I don't want to yeah. say. To me, they're all awesome. Just because, yeah. like, as well, I'm learning, you're kind of. Yeah. I have a whole new appreciation. Well, you're meeting people. For you're, statues. You're, you're getting around. You're going. Yep. On, you're getting out the out of town. Yep. So it's a it's a great experience. It is. It is. It's been unreal, actually. That's awesome. Yeah. If you had asked me five years ago if this was what I'd be doing, I would say probably not. Really? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure glad it happened. <laughs> yeah. So only for five years you've been doing this? Oh, no. I've been doing this for two years. Oh, two years. Just two years? Two years. Really? This is a new project. And yeah. You found, well, that's quite the coverage in that yeah. period of time. Oh, yeah. My car hates me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every weekend we go statue hunting. Oh, maybe it likes you. It, yeah, you're maybe right. Maybe he gets out and stretches his legs. Yeah. Stretches his wheels a little. Yes, yeah, true. She's a little bored being stuck in the winter time right now. Yeah, yeah. You gotta yeah. get out. No winter monuments to see. I am gonna go out. Yeah. yeah. I'm just waiting for this cold spell to go out. Yeah. Time. Yeah. Um, then I'm going out. Uh, yeah, it's easier to camp in a tent when it's not 30 below. It is true. Though I did go camping a couple in December. Yeah. So. Oh, winter camping is great. It is oh, it's doable. More doable. Yeah. So I'm trying yeah. to make it not just a summer book. Yeah. It's to get people out all times of year. Exactly. So yeah. there will be winter spots here. Yeah. People. <laughs> Places to go, things to see. Exactly. Statues are still seen in the wintertime. Absolutely. Yeah. They're, they're still staring out. Yeah. Waiting for somebody to look at them. Exactly. Waiting for someone to care. And they, people should care. There's such great stories there. Yeah. And can they pre-order the book or anything yet? Or is not it still yet. early? Too early. Stages. Too okay. early. Um, we're hoping for a spring, summer release. Okay. Um, so there's a couple things, just coordination with towns and stuff. So we've been working really closely with the towns to make sure that they feel represented properly. Yeah. Um, it's their history. I'm yeah. just the one telling it, but it's, it is their story. Exactly. So it's kind of, yeah. So our goal is spring, but okay. no pre-orders just yet. Oh, great. Well, we'll look forward to that yeah. anyway. And the podcasts and the, and the full meal deal. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be exciting. I think so. I'm excited. So on the show, is there anything else you want to talk about Manitoba-wise? Anything bugging you or do you want to promote? Or <laughs> bugging any, me? Any ideas? <laughs> hmm. I don't know. Okay. That I was that know. segment. That I know. Great. There it goes. I love it. You know what? There probably is stuff bugging me, but <laughs> not specifically right now. Okay. Sounds Maybe good. Maybe it's the winter blues talking. I don't know. No, there's no winter blues. <sighs> it's blues like minus good. 50 tonight. It's pretty bluesy. Yeah. Dress in layers and That's make true. sure the outside layer is a house. It's a house. Yes. <laughs> That's all you got to do. That's great advice, actually. That's all you have to do. That's great advice. <laughs> and plug your car in. I know. I don't like to spoil her so she doesn't get plugged in too much. Yeah. Really? <laughs> She's a work truck. <laughs> what? Oh, my. Don't take advice on cars from me, <laughs> but you can take advice for everything else. <laughs> all right. Thank you, Megan. That was an interesting show. These are all fun shows to do. I get to meet the most amazing people and have the uh, wackiest conversations sometimes and sometimes enlightening conversations. So... Just check them out. They're all different. They're all fun. And you'll learn something new each time. Okay. Um, yeah. 
We're hoping to take the show on the road. Let us know what you think about that. Get get on our case through social media, through the website, manitobaville.ca. Um, contact us, you know, donate some dough for gas. And uh, who knows where we'll see you out there on the Great Highway this summer. Maybe your town is a monument we can go and look at because uh, we'll know the story behind it. And that makes it a lot more fun. Okay. This is Mahangel for Mentobaville podcast saying, see you next time for another crazy good interview. All right, and just a reminder, we're copyright 2022 by Rodeo Road Studio. Mm-hmm.